0: Hey everybody, Um, 9th of June here, Uh, nice foggy day out, high humidity, Um, no we didn't get any rain and they pretty much taken the rain out of all our forecast, looks like all the rain went up to North Dakota and looks like uh, parts of Iowa are going to get a little rain, but then I also um, uh, just following along somebody that uh, from North Dakota that ranches up there. And, you know, they were talking, you know, the weather the weather people, well, I'll say this, the commodity trading weather people were talking about the isolated areas that got, uh, you know, three inches. There was one isolated area that got six inches, you know, one to two inch coverage. And this person, their ranch had got 2,500s and got a quarter of an inch. And they were hoping for some more uh, and, and they were they were grateful for anything they got, but they basically said, you know, hey, a quarter inch is not going to save the grass and is not going to keep us from having to continue to haul cows to town. Um, and, it, you know, when, when you get into this, quote unquote, scattered thunderstorm uh, situation, and that's better than nothing because at least you're getting moisture breaking into the area, which means the next system that comes along has got some moisture to feed on. Which could help you out, but you're getting into the scattered thunderstorm situations in these dry periods where yes, isolated local areas can get heavy amounts of rain, other areas get zero. And it ends up that that ends up, you know, unequal distribution. And yes, it does help crops in certain areas. Other areas it, it just doesn't. It's it's not and I I used the example in two thousand twelve. When the hurricane came up the Mississippi River, and at least east of the Mississippi River, not so much in Iowa, but in Illinois and other places east, you know that moisture was general; it was widespread, quote unquote, drought breaker. Uh, and I'm not saying that 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 there's that that the drought's broken or not broken. Um, you know, the fact that the Canadian Prairies are getting some water north of North Dakota, it's helpful uh some places in South Dakota it looks like there's going to be some areas in Iowa but i can also tell you though our weather forecast went from rain every day this week to now not much rain at all and we're not really complaining about that cuz we're we're still in okay shape but um we're we're trading these weather forecasts not the actual amounts of rain we're trading these weather forecasts every You know, every 15 minutes, it's going to change. And I'm sitting here looking at, you know, Friday and Saturday, highs of 93, sunshine, uh, quote unquote, uh, from, you know, today all the way through next Friday, not this coming Friday, but next Friday, no rain. Uh, Now, could that weather forecast change? Yes, it could change. But there's some areas that, that were in good shape, that if it does dry up, it's not going to, you know, the overall trend, at least what I'm being still told by the weather people, is drier than normal. Probably not conductive for a record crop, and let's face it, if we go back and look at the numbers, um, you know, 179.5 on the corn is a huge national average yield. That's pretty big. And that means we're going to have to have good weather everywhere to get that. But there's a report out tomorrow too. And the June report is generally such a non-event. And let's face it, they're not changing acres. They're not changing yield. Uh, There may be a few demand changes in there. But I can tell you there won't be near the changes that anybody thinks there should be. I don't look for a whole lot of changes in anything until August at the earliest and maybe later than that. And what better time to make the changes than in the middle of the harvest when you're harvesting the crop anyway, and there's the quote-unquote availability of the crop. So even if you're going to shorten things up, you still have quote-unquote the availability of the crop in you know, the fall, and you have crop coming in, so, if you're going to quote-unquote shorten it up, that's probably the time to do it, not in the summertime when it's growing. Even though I know the farmers may say, "Well, that's not the actual conditions out there." Well, um, it's been this way forever with USDA. It's been this way with reports, and they're going. The, the The assumption is we're going to raise a big crop until proven otherwise. That's just where it's at. And, and how, quote-unquote, it's going to be. You know, the assumption is we're going to raise a big crop until till it's proven otherwise. And and let me stress the word proven. So the report tomorrow um, is getting a lot more play than what a report normally would, but that's because we're really short. But I can tell you, everybody's switching the bids to fall, the spread between fall and fall. Uh, you know, the upfront months is huge, and it looks like to me that, sh- that's, that spread's going to weaken itself out. Cash is probably going to continue to stay strong until there actually is a crop coming on. But at some point in time, and probably in the month of August, this cash premium may go away, unless it looks like this 2021 crop's going to be short. And it also depends on how much crop needs to be pulled forward and how much needs to be enticed out of the field early, and of course, there's multiple ways the grain industry can entice the grain. Um, quick, higher cash bids. You know, we'll give a 20-cent bump if you get it harvested by Friday. Um, we'll give you, you know, 50 cents if you can get it done by the 10th of September. I mean, all, or we can offer free drying or half-rate drying, or all kinds of things that can be done, uh, extended through, uh, you know, it's it's just, hey, we'll we'll send some free trucks out there, we'll come pick it up off the farm for you. There's a lot. Of, there's a lot of things that can go on and happen that can get grain to get moved to earlier than normal without cranking the price up a tremendous amount. And believe me, if somebody says free trucks and half-rate drying, um, sign me up. We're we're gonna start. Uh, it's just the it's just the way it is. Uh, it it um, you can't cash in until it's in the bin, and you 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 gotta cash in. You know you gotta convert that crop to cash at some point in time. So, we're down to a weather market. Is the big run over? I don't know. Is there another run in here? Uh, You generally always have a weather scare sometime. And you generally always have a low, quote unquote, in this market um, or a high around the 20th of June. Just seems like it happens. I got some people telling me we're going to have a low on the 17th of June. I got other people saying, no, this is probably going to be the high. So take your pick on whatever advice you want to have. You can you can play it either way, and believe me, there's people playing it every way. I just know I'm sitting here looking at um, you know um, a high today of eighty six, tomorrow eighty nine, Friday ninety three, Saturday ninety three, Sunday ninety one, Monday ninety, Tuesday seventy nine, which is a cool off, uh, but still saying sunny, no no rain, which. Would not surprise me that doesn't change going from 90 to 79 on the highs. Uh, 82, 85, 84. Now, let's look, at the, let's look at the night temperatures. Look at the lows. That's, that's you're going to tell you, folks, cooling the crops out. It's just like cooling the livestock off at night. Um, 69, now we get to a 70, a 72, a 71. When it doesn't get under 70 at night, uh, that, that quote-unquote gets heat stress. But Monday, okay, Sunday night, 67 from 91. Monday, we're going to get to 90, but we're going to drop back down to 61. Tuesday, 56 for a night low. Wednesday, 58. So the end of next week, we're going to cool off again. I, I, you know, I was looking at this weather forecast earlier this week where they had rain for us every day this week. And I thought, you know, we get, we get two inches. It carries us to pollination. It looks like that rain's going to go Iowa north on us. It looks like we're probably going to get... It's either going to go south of St. Louis, uh, that that area south, or it's going to go what I call Iowa north, going to be this kind of that, that middling band through here that sometimes just we get in some of these patterns, and that's the way it's going to be. But all we need is to have something south slip north or something north slip south, and we'll be okay. Is it going to happen? Don't know. I... I uh, uh, it may it may not seen it happen both ways that way, but this this report out tomorrow is getting I think a lot more publicity, a lot more uh, looked at than probably what a June report's worth. Um, you know, and and I think people have heard my opinion on some of this stuff before. You know, we we talk about budgets, we talk about you know getting able to do things that I I would rather see less but more thorough, better reports than keeping all the reports that we keep. Uh, just my personal opinion. Uh, and and somebody out there can tell me that I'm wrong and I'm more than willing to listen to that argument. But just because we've always done it that way doesn't mean that we always need to keep doing it that way. Um, you know, we don't moldboard plow everything. We don't chisel all the bean stubble. Um, We don't, um, you know, work the ground three times in the spring before we plant. Uh, World's changed. And, but yet we're still doing the same amount of reports, kind of the same way, going on down the road, not knocking the people to do them. Um, And momentum's a great thing at times. And when the big old ship's just going along in one direction, it's work to change the the rudder and get that ship to move one direction or the other but hey i digress a little bit talking a little bit about weather here talking uh about you know the the markets a little bit uh talking about the future weather and talking about the reports we'll see what happens tomorrow my my guess is most reports will be bearish until quote-unquote actually proven wrong on what this crops going to look like and my guess is we're not going to have a good idea what this crops going to actually look like even in August. It's probably going to be October before we actually have the boots on the ground kind of getting a really good idea of what's happening and what's going on and then we'll really truly get the number that we know we feel solid about as as a yield. Well, hey with that smartest audience in agriculture. Thanks for listening.